The guest today is uh, J.C. Hayes, a singer and creative force of the band Doc Aquatic. Dude, my favorite restaurant that I worked at in Nashville was Chai Pani, man. The fucking cult restaurant. Oh, I forgot you worked there. Yeah, I worked there for like two, three months until I just left without saying anything. They tried to get me in the cult. They, they were like super nice to me in the beginning. And then uh, then they got really mean to me when I didn't want to join the cult. So. Well, joke's on mm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not in the cult now. Dang. My, landlord, what my landlord who owns this house is in that cult actually is he really <laughs> <laughs> it's a right, sheep man landlords sheep. can be women okay uh, all right all right all right man it's a sheep, it's a sheep. all right let's talk about the cult we got to talk about the cult um yeah. so the cult was uh the guy who owned it he was like a chef owner his uncle they were it's an indian restaurant so the dude who owned it was indian and his uncle was considered god in the flesh to the people of this cult and then whoa yeah so his uncle dies and then he's the nephew so since he's the nephew of essentially god people still are like following him you know what i mean it's a spiritual oh. movement it's not a cult it's a spiritual movement yeah i'm sorry yeah, yeah it's up to and me. i can't talk too much about it because i have family members who are in this spiritual group and i don't want to get in trouble with them Wait, hold oh, on. Wait, is Zach, <laughs> is Zach part of this spiritual meditation crew? What? Man? What's happening down there? No. Dude, you talk about cheddars. Like, what a yeah. fucking psyop. <laughs> we went from cheddars oh, to shit. Indian spiritualism like man, that. There's... Yeah. That Asheville in a nutshell right there it's for you. Applebee's and... <laughs> Hold on. Who? What part of your? Are you serious? That someone in your family is a part of the Chai Pani uh, organization? Oh yeah. Well, you know, Andrew used to work there, right? I was worried Andrew was getting in because I saw he got married and got married definitely in a spiritual way. So. No, I was there. It was. It was. It wasn't. Uh, you know, anything like that. But his his wife grew up in the uh, community there. <laughs> uh, is she hot? Big titties. He's my sister-in-law. No comment. You know? Oh, whoa! Sorry, <laughs> I did not hear that part. We get back to talking about Danny and crack. I mean, I was enjoying that. Uh, I mean, that's oh, cool. Man. I've enjoyed this cult talk, man. I didn't know the cult surrounded you, dude. No, you, you know, my like, my landlord goes to India a lot, and and it's just uh -oh. a thing. But no, Andrew, um, you know, it's all proxy. It's all proxy. It's all proxy. for me. I'm, you know, as atheist as ever, you know, so okay. right. I haven't joined any cults yet, you know. I'm happy, I'm happy to hear that. It, so, I mean, from what I'm hearing, is that cult spreading like wildfire in Asheville? Is it like growing, getting stronger every day? Well, I think they just have, you know, Asheville is like a spiritual place. Spiritual People place. Or yeah. into that stuff can come here and if they tried to do something like that in Fayetteville, they'd get run out of town. Is it cult diverse? Would you oh, say? Yeah. All oh, different yeah. types of white people, for sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> in India, I mean, you know, I, I would Man. say in India, there are, you know, 
all millions of dreads welcome right oh for sure <laughs> you know you know that's cool. it's oh but you know but, they know how to party that's all i'm gonna say they they know how to party all right, oh, we don't have to talk dope. about the cult oh, okay, since your yeah, family's yeah, in it, yeah, man. I, I can tell that you're a little hesitant to speak how you feel <laughs> about <laughs> the cult. Are they, they going to hurt you? Blink twice. Oh, yeah. Are you okay? JC, let us know. Blink three times. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll, come, we'll get you, man. I'm like Britney Spears in here, man. <laughs> no, no. I'm good, man. Nobody fucks with me. I don't fuck with nobody else. I let, I'm <laughs> my own life. Let people do what they want, you know. <laughs> don't don't tread on me. I got you. I feel that. It's shirt. not like the Rahanishi or anything like that. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking that. Not right. like that. You know, right, they don't I mean... own Asheville. They don't have their own cops. They <clears throat> don't have to wear red. But yeah. where you worked, it, you know, literally the guy's nephew of this guru. He's the one who owns that restaurant. So he attracts a lot of people who you know come to uh so you know love yeah. his uncle or whatever and know? he did make me wear red the t-shirts there are red so <laughs> you're kind of lying yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> red it's vibrant you know it doesn't right. look the same in there anymore man it's all white in there now you wouldn't even know all right all right. all right if you're gonna join a cult at least Join one with good food. So, the food is uh, very good. I can speak on that. Chaipani has delicious food. And yeah. I will say that a lot of the Indians that would come in there, and American Indians would not tip. So they kept that stereotype. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Never, never would tip. Would be so nice. Would rave about the restaurant. Leave not even a cent. Not even one cent. It fucking, that place does, was crazy. Does Uncle Guy get laid a lot? Did he get? He's married. Did he get married? I mean, He's married, uh, married yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's I don't think there's or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, they're not but, sex culting. Boring. Yeah. But the guy, you know, Baba, it's like the song Baba O'Reilly by The Who. That's about him. No. Wait, really? <laughs> oh, we, we got to lead with you got to lead with that, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, we like, there's some cool shit going on, you know? Like, talented, <laughs> like songs, you know? So, oh wait, was, was The Who part? Like everything you need to know about that. Was the Who in that cult then? No, but it's like you know how the Beatles were into Indian Hare Krishna bullshit for a little while, yeah. and things like that. It's like you know, it's all that kind of stuff. Baba, Ra I don't know. What's the name of the song? Like I said, I don't. I'm not in the cult. I'm just proxy <laughs> to. You know what? You know about the cult lore. You know about that. My wife's yelling at me. It's not a cult. It's not a cult because. All right, everyone listening, it's not a cult, and they have a really cool theme song. They got that Who theme song that everyone loves. So damn. Yeah, and chicken pakoras are delicious. I love them. Give me some dal, little chana masala on the side. I'll be honest, Good. I did steal okay, their okra so fry you recipe. Cheddars, you worked at Chaipani, clearly been, you were into the food industry. I'm guessing you still are. I mean, I'm employed now, but I was a chef for a little while up here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It and like I sense. said, I did, I stole those okra fry recipes and put it on a few menus where I was the head chef. So, uh, oh, did don't, you? yeah, don't tell the cult. I don't want them after me. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> JC, so what are you doing with yourself in fucking you know, in these times. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was 
doing nothing for a long time, honestly. Okay. Uh, getting drunk a lot. Hell yeah. I mean, beginning <laughs> of quarantine, I was definitely doing way too much Molly and bad cocaine. So I feel you yeah. on that. You know, that that happened a few times. Um, but no, really, I've just been working on music. Um, me and my brother own a company in town that's like a beer tourism company. We go to breweries and stuff. So we had to shut that down when all this happened. Oh, shit. I mean, we'll plug it. So when it comes back open, yeah. what's the beer? Yeah. Oh, the beer tourism? It's called Asheville Brews Cruise. Yeah. Okay. So, we do beer brewery tours, like take you to like three different breweries on a bus and provide beer samples and stuff. So that was like my my thing I've been doing for a long time on the side of music, just because mm. you know Asheville is like a beer city. So when we got down here from Boone, I was like, man, what the fuck am I gonna do? I know you were selling like beads for a little while, wasn't that? I worked at a bead shop wholesale. <laughs> 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 Place. I don't know what to do. I'll work at this beat store. It was in this lady's basement and she had multiple. (laughs) And we sold beads to people all over the fucking world. Uh, What she told you? Very actual job. What kind of beads? Were they high quality beads? (laughs) Were they good beads? I was the shipping guy, you know. But were they yeah. good beads? Were they oh, like high quality, man? High quality beads. Yeah. Hell yeah! It was All right. Uh, actually pretty crazy. What know? was the name of that bead company? Beat it. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> Cherry Tree. Yeah. Cherry uh, Tree beads. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. that's a. Oh. <laughs> it was a weird place to work, man. Um, but you could smoke weed if you felt like it. So I was like. I, I would imagine that the bead wholesalery, you can yeah. smoke weed. Yeah, that's without a doubt. Yeah. Drug test you to see if you're high. Yeah. yeah. You better stay high or on this job. You better be high when you're touching these beads. You're trying to be on the customer's level, you know what I mean? So, you gotta be sound. But, so, you know. Like, dude, did people like have like custom orders and shit? Like, just people that oh, need yeah. like. It was a wholesale company. So, they'd supply like head shops that like sold beads on the side like you know, oh, like, there was, like the the heady shop been called like the bead box or something like that but they were like a you know sold pipes and stuff like that it'd be like stores like that you know uh, okay so it's not like a customer needing like instead of a door like the like <laughs> I forget what the fuck those are called. Like the 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 hanging beads instead of doorway uh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was like, doorway. It's like it wasn't like custom beads. orders for that. Do you do replacements? Okay. Beads <laughs> replacements. Yeah. Do, do you come to the home and replace the beads? <laughs> I call. I call, I call. <laughs> By appointment only. Dude, dude, Wait, well, let, all right, hold on. Let's run through your Asheville job. So you got there okay. and you started selling beads. <laughs> Before that. What, I worked at Bed Bath and Beyond. Okay, that's depressing as fuck. (laughs) How'd that go? I stole a lot of shit from that place. Okay. Hell yeah. So you had really nice linens and towels. Like I fucking want to kill myself. And instead of killing myself, I'm gonna get some really nice knives out of this deal. frying pan wait so wait so you're, you're selling like towels and candles and genuinely like i sold like kitchen appliances and shit and it was like, you know the job market in nashville sucks anybody from nashville <laughs> knows that yeah you know? 
And it's also full of burnout artists. So it's like artists that can't really work and then there's yeah. actually uh, no work for them. Like I think it's like Whole, <laughs> Whole Foods is where people get jobs right now, right? Yeah, that's probably a big one. Um, you know, the breweries, just tour restaurants. It's all tourism based. Um, yeah. But when I got to town, I didn't know what the fuck to do. And I literally got that job only because my stepdad's college friend is like, high up in that company who's like i'll just get you a job real quick while you're trying to figure out what you want to do damn you needed a plug to get a bed bath and beyond job <laughs> do you know who my exactly. stepfather is <laughs> do you know very depressing second guy of my mother bang do you even know that man dude i don't think jc's gonna be able to get a job without a high level recommendation to get this bed bath and beyond yeah, yeah. well you know i was very naive and dumb and uh but you Pete's know, I store was like, we heard about Dave. <laughs> oh, of course, you did a job. Um, but no, okay, so I worked there, and then I just left one day and never came back on my lunch break because I was just over it. Um, it's the best way to leave. Where a job. else did I work? What, what day was that on? Was that like when you when was, you walked out? What it was, was that? probably like a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it felt like a Wednesday. Fuck day, baby. Fuck the rest of the week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I died like they were really worried that i didn't come back after my lunch break and i never answered one of their calls ever again oh that happened to me when i was working at the census in Asheville. i was uh the quality control guy in Asheville. that's crazy they let yeah. you be quality control yeah. oh yeah yeah dude they were they were this close to giving me like a management position level for, oh, for the census yeah <laughs> yeah but I was a quality control guy. My only job there was to make sure that the people who went door to door weren't just lying and just like putting names on there. Oh, and yeah. I would I would call people. My favorite was um I called this one Hispanic family and I was just looking for a guy named Jose Gonzalez. That's all I wanted to do. So I call up and I'm like, hey, hello. And there's like, hello. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking for um, a Jose Gonzalez. And like, oh, no jose here i was like are you sure <laughs> sure there's not a single jose in your house I'm like no no jose i was like okay <laughs> i really feel like there am i talking to jose no <laughs> but um so so uh but a lot of the a lot of the people who were filling out those um those papers were lying and I would go to um, the head of the enumerators and I would be like, I have like a huge stack of forms. I'd be like, all right, all these forms are fake. The people out there are lying. And they were like, okay, great to know. They take the forms, put them in a file, never to be seen again. <laughs> like the census is not, they do not do a good job. And then um, That's I why quit. They do it every 10 years, you know, it's a pain yeah. in the ass. And, uh, but I quit, I got sick one day and I just threw up at the beginning of the day in the bathroom. And I just like went to my like lead person. I was like, I'm sick, I'm going home. And I just never came back. <laughs> I was like, fuck this, <laughs> never coming back. And they thought I died too. You know, I encourage any kids listening, like you can always do that. Life is not so important that you have to stay at some shit job you don't want to do. Just fucking leave. Just well, leave. Make sure they think you died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you faked your death so they don't come you better. You better make sure that they feel sorry for your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one story about Beth and Beyond, and really probably why it made me quit, is it was snowing really bad one night, and I was at work, and I, I, had, I had walked there in the snow, like miles and miles and miles to get there. 
Yes, I was that dedicated to this job <laughs> and beyond. Dude, the candy. <laughs> guy who was my manager who had like a big ass fucking truck and was driving home wouldn't give me a ride fucking home. Damn. So I was like, man, I'm either gonna have to kill everybody that works here or I'm just such a such a white punishment mentality. Either I quit yeah. or I kill I shoot up everybody. It's like Martin White Sheen gun. in that one movie. What's that movie? Um, walking through LA. Oh, uh, um, can we pause for a second? JC, can you put in headphones? All yeah. right, I can hear you all way better now. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I was worried that um there'd be like a little bleed through for um when we would yeah. talk. Yeah. Well, there's you should know this as a fucking start. audio guy, man. Start over and I don't do podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but you record shit. Record. <laughs> over the span of years, we work on that. No. <laughs> uh, well, good, because we need to get rid of all that cult talk anyways. No, we're keeping all that oh, shit. It, it records the track good. separately. I'm we're trying to break my marriage up. <laughs> I don't want to preach this. Uh, Wait, is Rachel in the cult too? Hell no. Oh, okay. All right, good, good. All right, so where? Okay, so you quit your Bed Bath and, and Beyond job. So you went beyond. I went beyond the job. I, yeah, I left. Yes. and then you went to the B. Beyond. Oh, you know what I did after that? All right. And we're talking a long time ago. You know, I'm an yeah, old yeah. Man this, now. Is, These, this is when like, I was in Nashville. This is like what eight, what ten years ago. Who I am. Okay. I can pick out some good towels. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, <laughs> and just so everyone knows, didn't you? Didn't Doc Aquatic play Bonnaroo? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so everyone knows oh, the guy sick. who worked at Bed Bath & Beyond eventually... Bed Bath & Bonnaroo. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> yeah, we've played a lot of cool festivals like that, but that one's fun. Um, you get to do some weird shit when you're like behind the scenes at festivals like that. Oh, oh also I want to say this. JC kicked me out of Doc Aquatic. I want to say that. I was in Doc Aquatic for a second. Yeah, yeah. I was in there for a few months, and he kicked my ass out immediately. No, on the slide. Not even like a formal kick-out. It was kick a side out. project. Not man. even a formal side dude, project. It was called Doc Aquatic. Yeah. Everyone was in, who stayed in it except me. I don't yeah, feel like side, Boone. Right? This was, still a, this was, was Boone Doc Aquatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. My here father's the, the only one that's a doctor. Doctor of water. Here's the thing, Ben. You weren't the best bass player back then. I'll admit to it. I'll admit to that shit. I'm still not a good bass player, you know, man. Like, I'm better at guitar. We had this standard that we had to keep. Yeah, you weren't going to make it to Bonner with me on the bass, man. Like, it just, like, it wasn't going to happen. Oh, man, no. I, you know, I always liked making music with you. I came and watched you play open mic night at the uh, hookah bar. Yeah, I remember that. I'm not a. I'm not proud of that night. Like, they don't even bring it up because I support you that much. <laughs> oh man, I'm like better now. I'm a much better musician now. I want. I want everyone to know. I don't put any music out there, but I can sing a song and ladies like it. So it's yeah. like that. That's the standard. Then I. I can. I can make that standard. No, you know we talk about it all the time. Our biggest regret as a band was letting you go. Um, I thought so. I thought so. Yeah, I would. I would have stayed in Nashville. I'd have never moved to we, Philly or New York if I was in Doc Aquatic. Still, we man. still think about it all the time. Man. Uh, okay. <laughs> before so, you go on, before you go on Bonnaroo, do you guys sorry. put your hands in the middle? Okay, this is for Ben. One, two, three. Bonnaroo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous for Ben not being here. For those that uh, couldn't, couldn't be here. Yeah, you know. 
like we felt so bad that we got a doppelganger just to work our uh, merch table who looks like him <laughs> so people think he's still kind of involved with the band oh is that mike is it that glass blower mike no i haven't seen mike in years yeah i don't I I know remember him like at a party last time i saw him he had like all this glass and the pipes that he had made and he would just be like these won't break Elon Musk, his bong. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I think he moved to DC or something like that. But yeah. All right, but you were working. You're working at Urban Outfitters, being sad. I I imagine. I did that. I was sad there too. I'm not a retail kind of guy. Uh, You know, I didn't work there for too long, and then I eventually started getting into the beer stuff, and. Uh, I worked for the company that I own now as like a tour guide and general manager for years. And then eventually I bought the company from the owner and I've been doing that for like five years now. Uh, Okay. So you remember Addison, right? Addison Williams? Yeah. All right. So me and him would work at this canoe place in Boone. Did you ever go to that canoe place? I remember I filled in for (laughs) you. Oh yeah. You filled in for you one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who was the guy, the other guy you worked with who got mad at me because I wanted to get paid for the day I worked, and he oh, had to like take it. That's probably the owner. Okay, so here's what I, I was probably the owner. There's like this you old know, dude. Owner. There was another guy from Fable you worked with. James Boyette. James Boyette. James. No, there's another one. Uh, How many people work in this canoe place? What the it was fuck a is this? it was a heavily trafficked <laughs> canoe place. Um, uh, I, I remember was ben, it on a river. <laughs> it was on a lake. It was, it was like on up lake. on the parkway on a lake. Ben, oh, I remember. God. I came and, and hung out with you there one day and uh, you like had a can of beans as like your lunch that you like started a little like I would fire start a little fires and then warm the can of beans on the fire. Yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> this is the most North Carolina shit. What's up, Ben? You got that can of beans by the fire? Yeah. Well, here's like, your stick oh, backpack that we found. Damn, traffic's bustling at this canoe place. <laughs> oh All right, but here's, here's what happened to that canoe place. So it was me and Addison, and uh, we were the two people who worked there the longest. And Addison was the guy who worked there, and he still works. He owns it now. But what happened is it was an all-cash business, and we were just renting. <laughs> he owns it now. Here, this is what the story is about. So it's all-cash business, <laughs> and you're just renting canoes. So there's no real inventory. So what we would do is we would rent the canoes out and just pocket the cash. So we would walk away with like $100 in just cash that we stole from this canoe business and like a day. So we, I, I was making so much money working at that canoe place. So what happened was the dude who actually owned it one year – came up to Addison. He was like, I don't know what's wrong with this canoe business, but we're not making a dime. Like this place sucks. And then Addison was like, (laughs) I'll buy it from you. So then Addison, after just fucking uh, embezzling money from the canoe business, (laughs) used his embezzled canoe money to then purchase the business. And now he's the proud owner of a canoe rental plan. (laughs) He still owns it. He still owns it. Yeah. Well, he got a kid. He got a girl pregnant, got a kid. So he had to buy the canoe business. The embezzlement wasn't enough. Does he still sit up there and, and like rent them out? He still rents them out because he doesn't want to um, hire anyone. You know what yeah, I mean? He, what <laughs> like, he doesn't want <laughs> he them doing the same scheme. <laughs> he doesn't want someone else stealing his money and buying his business. So, yeah, he's renting them out. <laughs> that is funny as shit, dude. Mm-hmm. I forget about all these people, man. It's Me too. 
<laughs> Alright, well tell us about tell us about the festivals. Tell us about Bonnaroo and all those other cool festival shits, man. Tell us about blowing up. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, um, dropping the dead weight, Ben. Yeah, dropping, <laughs> dropping me and then immediately gaining success. As soon success. as we did that, the career took off. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We got so many gigs after that. Yeah. No, um, we've been doing it for so long. You know, I've been making music my whole life pretty much. Um, so you know, the band's evolved and changed a lot, Ben. Like, it's not, you know, exactly the same as it was. I'm well aware. I keep up. I see that you're at 20,000 monthly plays on Spotify. Trust yeah. me. Anyone who kicks yeah, me out of a band, I keep well, up. You're at 30, you know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> you're at 30 at one point. Uh, 30 now. But no, yeah, we've got some songs that are getting hundreds of thousands of plays, which is awesome. And, you know, it's always trippy when you have, like, you know, like some kid in Europe, like writing your lyrics and like doing collages and sending you pictures on Instagram. Like, I love your song, and, you know, little things like that. It's like, you know, um, pretty trippy when it's all said and done. You don't think about, when I make music, I really never think about somebody else listening to it. So when you start actually like processing that, you're like, damn, man, like somebody might sit in their bedroom and just zone out to some shit that i did just, hey man i had you know, someone uh comment this this a dope on a stand-up clip i had so i get it i get where you're yeah, coming from <laughs> but it's you know music's cool nowadays because the global reach i mean we we put our music out and people from all over the world listen to it somehow you know as much as Spotify sucks as far as like paying you and, and doing oh, yeah, tell like me, tell me, I'm interested in that. How yeah. much does 30,000 plays a month equate in money? So 30,000 monthly listeners, way more plays a month than that. Uh, okay, like, okay sir. All right. So, All right. Uh, 30,000 individuals. People who come back and listen, listen over and over again. Uh -huh. That's kilometers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it equates to jack shit, dude. It That's what I figured. That's what I figured. But like, yeah. how, how much do you get from Spotify a month? I couldn't even tell you, dude, because nothing. I mean, <laughs> nothing. Uh, no, it's, it's, I really don't know. It all goes through my publishing, which is BMI. So it's not like a monthly thing. It's more quarterly. So it's not a lot of money at all. But also we just started getting a lot of plays. It hasn't been a thing that's, you know, all right. going on. Dude, time. stop being so fucking like guarded with it. Give, give me I a good quarter. Give me a good quarter. You don't get a check and you can't. I let it. my accountant handle all of that. Dude. <laughs> Who's your accountant? Rachel? Who the fuck is the accountant? Charles. Charles is the accountant. Oh, the guy who replaced me on bass is also the yes. accountant. <laughs> we were looking for a bass player and an accountant. Uh, no, man. I mean, it equates to like, you could have like that and it like is less than $100. Seriously? Yeah. Dude, that's insane. Yeah. That's so fucking From shitty. Spotify, which is fucked up because if if these songs were getting played on the radio, which essentially that's what Spotify has replaced, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You'd be making way more money than that. So it is kind of fucked up, you know. But everybody knows like music is like the most as far as art form goes, it's like the most expensive thing to do and the least lucrative so uh, but you know it's you make your money from shows and touring and stuff like that that's really where you make money as far as being a musician um, i mean if you're a big name act i'm sure spotify is paying you a lot because you're on their ads or whatever like that but just from getting plays you really don't make a lot of money it sucks all right so all right so no, rogan these, does 
Joe Rogan does. Joe Rogan does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're not the Joe only, Rogan. That's why nobody's making money because Joe Rogan gets hundred. Took all the money. He took all the money that you made, spo- <laughs> made through Spotify <laughs> and his funnels Rogan. into Rogan. Fuck the music. Uh, <laughs> it just so. goes into elk meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Protein shakes and elk meat, man. Like, dude, they're doing. That's the business we should be in. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Well, let's get us some elk, boys. It all starts there. But tell us about the shows, man. Tell us about the festivals. I want to hear about that shit. So festivals are fun, man. Um, so with Bonnaroo, we had like a big RV, and we cruised into Bonnaroo, gangster style. We got pulled by the Georgia State Police on the way there, and we had to stash all our shit real fast. And uh, I literally got us out of some bullshit because we had stopped in, you know, when you're driving from Asheville to – manchester tennessee you go through this one spot past chattanooga tennessee where you hit georgia and then you go right back into tennessee you're in georgia for like five minutes and literally during bonnaroo every cop in the whole state of georgia just sits in this little corridor um and they'll pull anybody and so we got pulled and we had stopped in chattanooga and i had bought a surge do y'all remember that soda surge oh yeah yeah extra mountain dew extra strong mountain dew yeah i hadn't seen one since i was a kid so i was like oh shit man i'm gonna buy me a surge for (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we get pulled and we like stash the beers that we were drinking and everything like that and uh i bust that surge out to mask my you know alcoholic breath and this cop, he's in full, like, he looks like he's a SWAT guy. Like, he has, like, his fucking AR-15. I mean, it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> and uh, he pulled us because we're in a giant RV. And he's like, you boys touched the yellow line, you know. Uh-huh. Like, this RV is as wide as the lanes. It's impossible not to, like, just nick a yellow line here and there. So he pulled us for no reason. But he looked at me, he was like, He's like, where are you guys? Y'all going to Bonnaroo? And I was like, we're a band, you know, tell them about the band. He's like, oh, I worst think I've heard thing of to say. I was like, that's worst thing. Shit, dude. You know, <laughs> ever heard of us. He's like, yeah, I think I saw y'all on the ticket, you know. Um, but he looked at me and he goes, is that a surge you're drinking? And I was like, yes, sir, it is. Hell yeah, Southern Pride got you through this, man. Oh, <laughs> Where'd you find that surge? I was like, it was back in Chattanooga at a, you know, a gas station. He's like, man, I haven't seen one of those in years. And for like 10 minutes while he's running the plates, we all had to give him our IDs for no reason. I mean, we were just passengers. We didn't even do anything. He checked us for warrants and stuff like that. And the whole time I was just talking to him about surge and how good it used to be and how... <laughs> We're playing Bonnaroo, and I'm just trying to get hyped for the festival. You, you remember Sundrop, too? Yeah. Sundrop's good. <laughs> you freeze frame. Your freeze frame is like, can you believe the boys at JC? Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What are they up to? Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to get out of this bucket of syrup? But literally, I, I talked and moved it over. We got back on the road. It was like a collective. Everybody in the band was like, oh, my God. You fucking killed that, dude. You were so good. And I don't know. I don't think I could have done it without the surge, you know. All right, that, all right. so everyone listening. Just a good old boy. Yeah. You're going to Bonnaroo, get as get much some green surge soda. in Chattanooga. Be careful when you go through Georgia. They're all deputies waiting right there. Um, but yeah, Bonnaroo, um, I mean, we've played other big festivals, but that's the biggest one, I guess, like that people know about, you know. 
Um, but it's fun because you get to live in the behind the scenes area where all the bands park and um, we met this crazy guy named Tiger back there and he was in this band. Uh, Y'all might remember, do you remember a band called Morning Teleportation? They were like a no, sub pop band. They were like <laughs> Modest Mouse and stuff. And they were like Modest Mouse like related band. But uh, this guy Tiger was in the RV right next to us and he was on every drug under the sun. I mean, I have never seen somebody so fucked up the whole weekend, but we just chilled with him the whole damn time. He was cool as shit. And uh, I guess he was there hanging out with, like, I don't know. Some What's band. Tiger look like? like? Let's, the elephant or something. let's describe Tiger. <laughs> He's like this skinny, well, I don't want to kill the story, but Tiger's dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, R.I.P. Tiger, man. That's how it always ends. <laughs> Tiger is dead. He's full of shit, but like I said, I've never he's seen somebody on that many drugs before. And yeah, he passed away like a few years ago. Um, crazy, but it was like this weird, I don't know, everybody in the band, like we just felt this need to tie one on with him, you know? I and mean, maybe we knew. I thought it was tying on and not off. Yeah, we need to tie a tiger for his own good. But he was cool as shit. But he was so fucked up. They were on like PCP. Uh, He was like, "Man, I got some John Mayer acid." I was like, "What is that?" (laughs) John Mayer has his own brand of acid. Yeah, you just get real mellow. Yeah, yeah, super super mellow. Love, Uh, man. Yeah, I was like, what? He's like, it's from him playing with the Grateful Dead. It's like Grateful Dead acid. But yeah, it was it was crazy meeting him the first day. And I was like, so this is what it's going to be like for a few days hanging out with this guy. And we weren't doing the hard stuff with him. But, you know, we were partying for sure with him. But um, we were not doing PCP for sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, had it's play. okay if you were. It's uh, okay if you yeah, were. We, yeah, yeah, we do. No, yeah, I, I would own up fun. to it. Seriously, yeah. I would. Weed, booze, and beyond, bro. We understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we were there. We were there for sure. We were, you know, not riding the tiger, so to speak, as he was. But, <laughs> but JC, what the fuck is happening Who's got a dolphin? dying? Yeah, who, where, uh, where's that sound coming from? That's coming from me. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I can't tell you what that was. Okay. All right, well... This feels good, man. JC, you want to uh, you want to plug anything? I saw you got a new single coming out. Yes, yeah, so already a video coming out soon for that uh, single Chemicals. We got a new record coming out. I don't know exactly when. Our music video will probably be out like next week or something like that. We had a really cool um, this guy Ben Joiner. He's a cinematographer from LA who came to Asheville for a little while. This is where he's from during quarantine. He- I actually I have a band question. So um on the on the song um Candy, how experienced yeah. about with the Bragg Boulevard are you? And you can speak in code. <laughs> yeah. No. That song's about a real person. That song's about a real person. I figured, um, I figured, yeah. All right, so yeah. so okay, cool. Um, cool. But, you That's know, all you Bragg need to Boulevard, say. I, uh, about a real person um you know i mean fable's a grimy place prostitution's a big thing i was trying to write a song sort of about you know there's those people ben that never make it out of a a place like that thank god we did right yeah 
Because you could be a prostitute right now, Ben. I would easily be a prostitute. I'd have. A, I mean, we have an OnlyFans. This podcast is an yeah. all-male foot OnlyFans. So I, I didn't quite so get away. So yeah. we're, we're on OnlyFans right now, right? Yeah. Is that why you're going by Bob Harris right now? Yeah, I'm, my identity is secret, man. Okay, my identity, I got you. Don't, don't tell a soul. Bobby Harris. But yeah, Candy is about um, someone who kind of went down that path. Yeah, Bragg Boulevard in Fayetteville is like the strip where all, like, all the strip clubs and kind of like uh, prostitution houses existed. Yeah, you got to remember with Fayetteville being a, a military town, it wasn't even that bad when we were there. Like in the late 60s and early 70s, Fayetteville was like known throughout really the United States as being like, you know, pretty much at that time, everybody in the military was addicted to heroin and Fayetteville was just a really seedy place. So we came about in Fayetteville when... That was all kind of dying off, but there was this whole seedy underbelly that, you know, you would kind of see and know about, but you weren't in it. But um, as certain people who we maybe were around in high school and things like that didn't make it out of Fayetteville, and that whole thing came back again as far as heroin and, and stuff like that, people definitely fucked their lives up really bad. Yeah, so uh, it's about one of Rachel's uh, friends, Candace but I disguised it as the name Candy. Uh, you just said her name right now to the world. So I know. Candace is also a fake name. R- Rachel gave me the, the go-ahead. She get the go-ahead? Yeah. She, she's plugging Candace. Candace is good work. I don't think any of those <laughs> people Candace are listening to this like, podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Ask Rachel if Candace has an OnlyFans. We can plug it she, for her. Man, I don't want to bring this down even more with the whole Tiger talk. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say things didn't go good okay 